Hey, what's up? I'm Joey. I'm originally from Seattle, but I've lived in Europe the last six years or so. Uh, in Portugal, Spain, Poland, Czech Republic, and now Finland. <clears throat> Moved to Kuopio about six months ago, and I'll be here for another three months. Oh, I, I moved here because of American football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I play American football. I know it doesn't look like it. Yep, American football's a thing here in Finland. I know. Yeah, that's how I make my money. Don't make it a lot, but I make enough. <laughs> the amount of times I had that conversation this weekend was astonishing. And just the amount of times I've had that conversation over the last six months, you know, here in Finland, but going back everywhere I've lived so far in Europe, start to feel like a broken record, you know? And it's interesting. This this weekend at one point, I was at this party and it was just like rapid fire. Like I'd meet someone, like finish that little spiel, and then almost on cue, someone else would walk in and same exact thing. Hey, what's up? I'm Joey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I mean, I guess we all have to do that at some point. But this weekend, I just really noticed it. And on one of them, the guy asked me, he's like, hey, what, where are you from? <laughs> and I just started laughing. It's like, <laughs> and he looked at me like, I was like, I'm sorry, man. I've, uh, I've said this like 20 times today. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, but not to me. <laughs> I was like, you're right, bro. You're right. Sorry. So figured do a little introduction to start this one off in case you're new. <sighs> Maybe that's how I should start all of them because whether it be in person or when I do TikTok lives, those are like the exact questions that everybody asks all the time. So I don't know. We'll make that a video or something, but let's get into it. This is a good one. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to living for a living episode 76. As you just heard, I'm Joey Bradley. And we are back. I think I'm going to be a date late on this one, so apologies to that. And I want to start off by saying I was talking with my boy Mati, who I was making, who's making my website right now. Which quick update: the website should be up this week. Send me a message if you want that pre-website homie hookup discount, because once it's up. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But I also, I made my first sale this weekend. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me, before I get into that, I wanted to say, if you got something on your mind, call in, voice message, text message, video message. I was talking with Mati this weekend, who's making the website, and he was like, dude, why don't you have anybody else call in ever? I was like, man, I should. I want to, I just never say it. So I'm, I'm trying to put it back out there. I will admit it gets pretty sad when I ask like five episodes in a row and nobody does it. But 
hey, closed mouths don't get fed. So send me that text voice video message to WhatsApp plus one four two five four four three six nine two eight. You agree, you disagree, you want your opinion about something, you need to, you know, call in and vent like I do. You know, they say it's much cheaper to start a podcast than it is to hire a therapist, and I'm right on board with that. But back to, I made the first sale this weekend to like a complete stranger who I just met that day. I was planning, I had this dope five panel that I was going to be wearing on this episode to plug the merch, you know what I'm saying? But it got sold, which was super surreal. And, you know, it's why I'm doing this. Don't get me wrong. I think it's dope. It's good quality shit. But just to have it actually play out that way. And I was talking with this guy about the ideas behind living for a living and how it all started and what's been the process of this and that. And we got along really well. And he was like, dude, can I try the hat on? I was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And he put it on. He's like, dude, this is a good hat. Like, I, I know, I agree. It came out way better than I thought it was going to. He's like, I normally don't really like hats, but this one's sick. He's like, can I, where can I buy one of these? I was like, well, the website will be up next week. And he's like, can I buy this one? And I thought to myself, I was like, shit, I kind of want this one. <laughs> but I'm in the business of selling hats now. <laughs> So I said, yeah, bro, for sure. We did the deal and he rocked it the next two nights when we went out to the bars. And then when we went out to the bars, it was hella funny because the guys on my team all knew I've been doing this thing. And they came up to me as soon as I got to the bar and were like, bro, there's someone wearing your shit. It's like, did, did they rob you? <laughs> I was like, no, bro, I sold it to him. He's like, really? Someone's wearing living for a living. That's dope. And, you know, so man, it's been, it's been surreal with all this shit and I've been very pleased with all of the products that are going to come out of this, whether it's this shirt, a couple of other shirts in terms of like the material, the fabric, the hats are way better. I mean, they're legit. So it's something I can be proud to stand behind because I'm not just trying to put some bullshit out into the world, you know? I plan on rocking it myself and I like I'm a I'm either a thrift shop guy or a Lululemon guy and so I like some decent quality good stuff you know what I'm saying but just along those lines it's just more and more I keep talking about it but just anything you really set your mind to and truly truly believe You know, whatever your true belief is, is going to be true. And I've said it more so in regards to maybe, you know, beliefs around health and wellness and nutrition and politics and things outside of our control. You know, in this age of information that we're going on right now, there's so much information out there. And so many different scientists and so many different experts and so many different whatever that can really say anything, you know, to a certain degree that, you know, 
obviously there is a universal truth, but that doesn't always supersede your own truth, if that makes any sense to you. And this selling the hat stuff, you know, selling the merch, like that was just another example of it. And then update on, I think two episodes ago, I talked about how the DJ scene is kind of poor and I want to fuck, I'm going to start DJing out here. And the main kind of bar club here in Quopio, Albatrossi, shared one of my videos where I mentioned them talking about another thing. And so I was messaged with them. I was like, yo, let me DJ for you guys one night. Okay. So that's going to happen. But that just goes along the lines of like me truly believing it. I was like, dude, I can fucking do this. It's totally possible. Like I got this. As I said, once I started talking a little shit, I was like, oh shit, I, I need to, get some DJ software. <laughs> I don't, I can't just go up there with my aux cord, plug in Spotify and <laughs> do abrupt changes. So, you know, I got, I've downloaded like 500 songs over this weekend or over the last two weeks and your boy's getting nights on the ones and twos, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so whether it be that or doing some kind of organized parties or get-togethers in the parks around here or around Finland or shit around Europe eventually. That's the plan. Once I got that van, boy, that van plan, it's going to happen. And I truly believe it with my heart. And so I I have no doubts. And so, you know, I like talking to myself, obviously, but I also hope that maybe somebody out there needs to hear that or get some reassurance for that because dude whatever it is whatever truly is truth up here whether it be past present or future for you that is the truth my friend so use that shit wisely the more the more i'm getting into this stuff and just the last i don't know month or so the more of this shit just feels like a video game. And it's kind of more fun to take it as such and view the world that way of like, okay, if I press this button and I go do this thing and then I kind of level up those attributes and if I, you know, go over here and I talk to that person and then maybe this person and, you know, and, and going back on this, whatever's your truth is truly true idea. I mean, when I reflect on how my life has gone, it's so evident and maybe not exactly, maybe, you know, and maybe not perfectly here and there, but when I think about it and truly reflect I never thought and believed I could make the NFL. You know, I I don't know if I truly thought or believed I could get a Division I scholarship. I thought that I could play there, but I never believed truly that I'd get a scholarship there. 
And so it never happened. And when I go back, you know, I always use football kind of as the catalyst or the example for these things. But a, a, an example that I don't know if anybody really knows about is when I had to take the semester off from transferring away from North Dakota and I knew I had to go Division Two. When I did all my research for Division Twos, I looked up, you know, who was winning, who had a senior quarterback, who threw the ball, who had cool uniforms, a good stadium, etc. As soon as I saw New Haven, like I knew New Haven was the spot. There was no doubt in my mind. Like that was where I was going to go. And they literally flew me out for a visit, which is unheard of for Division Two. And I killed that fucking workout. But man, it, it's... I guess what I'm trying to say or what I'm telling myself is I've had the examples that have been so obvious in terms of football that now I'm trying to use that same mojo or that momentum or whatever this thing is, this idea, this truth towards other things in life. And this week, I literally registered for this like voice acting or, you know, so you read for audiobooks. So you're the voice for audiobooks. I don't know how to explain that. I think you get it. Because people have said, oh, you have a soothing voice and you have a nice voice. And I think I got a face for radio, that's for sure. Um, and I was like, huh, that could be a dope job. And I could do it anywhere. Read some shit that I like, hopefully. Pick and choose. Another another way to make a little couple bucks for the van life. Also know if you ever purchase anything from me, all that money is going to van life. So it's greatly appreciated and it's going to great use. It's going to truly me living for a living use. So I just got to plug that and throw that out there. You feel me? But no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly where this all is going to go, but I I know it's going to be dope. And the weird thing though, with all of this, uh, in a way it's kind of, I'm kind of talking about the secret in a way manifestation, you know, there's other words for it. I know those all get looked at in a kind of in a downward angle at times, but with it, a big key that I've noticed, especially with romantic relationships, but also friendships in general is you can't want the thing too much you know because then if you want something so much you're focusing on the idea of the fact that you don't have it because you want it and so you're not thinking about it as it's being possible you're thinking about the desire of it and so then you're going to continue to desire it and so it's i've noticed it most when like I'm talking to girls and it's like, oh, I really like her. Like I want to be with her, which doesn't happen too often to be honest. But there was, oh, there was one time in Poland 
this chick at the gym, which also I have a rule of thumb where I like never hit on or talk to a girl at a gym. I know on TikTok people are saying that's cool nowadays, but I'm old school. I've done it once and I had to learn my lesson. I had this rule before that one time, but I I made an exception and boy, did it backfire. This girl in Poland was like, literally, if I could draw my type, she was it. I mean, to the T. And boy, I went head over heels crazy for this chick and then just got so fucking annoying. And I probably could have like made it happen if I just played it cool. And boy... I did the opposite of playing it cool. I haven't been able to ever really play it cool much of my life. I think now at this point I can play it cool, but it's not even like an act. It's just the just me getting older, I think. But I remember being younger, like 21, 22. Some of my friends would be like, nah, I ain't going to text her back. I'd be like, what? How? Why not? She's hot. But yeah, when, when you truly want some shit, but I've noticed, you know, then it never happens and then you end up not playing it cool and it fizzles out. But I've noticed it too with like friendships and stuff is all my best friendships that I've made over the probably my entire life, but I can really think over the last five years, it was never forced. You know, my boy Colin, who's the homie. We'll go months on end without talking to each other. When we met in Portugal, we didn't like, we fucked with each other, but not really. It was kind of like we both ended up in Amsterdam for Christmas the first year in Lisbon, completely unplanned. And it just, you know, but same, same shit with my boy Sanjuk, who I went to Nepal with. Like, I was homies with, the other dude that worked at his restaurant way more than I was with him. And then just slowly over time, I don't know. I don't even know how it happened. You know, that's, that's the way it, it occurs. It has to just be natural. And I think that's true with business and sports and all those kind of things. It's like when you really try and force some shit, that's when shit goes downhill. And so, yeah, that was a good little, start I haven't gotten philosophical in a while how are you doing you hanging in there you thriving you're surviving we had the week off from practice which was kind of a nice little break good little refresher although that first day back on yesterday was a little rusty but it is what it is and the weather here is amazing I finally got a fan which is crucial And I can honestly say that for the amount that I dislike Finnish winter, I equally enjoy and appreciate Finnish summer. And it makes sense because this shit's all about balance. And so where you got one thing, you're going to be lacking in another in some way, shape, or form. But Finland is just this like 
example of polarity in terms of the light and weather and people's attitudes and all those kind of things. I mean, I, I literally never, not one person has ever came up to me before 8 p.m., a.k.a. before they were drunk in order to say they recognize me from TikTok. But after 10 p.m., boy, it's constant. And actually, this weekend, there were some really, like, wholesome ones. This weekend was super cool. We were dancing. And it's actually, meeting people on the dance floor is probably the best place to, like, get recognized. Because sometimes motherfuckers will linger or want invite me to go to the table or something and it's nice and it's cool but you know sometimes I just want to talk to my homies talk to a girl whatever I love having that that brief conversation but on the dance floor it's nice because it's hey what's up you're the tiktok guy blah 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 I like your stuff thank you and then you don't need to even say anything you can just be like Get the white girl dance going. Boy, and I was gigging this weekend. Let me tell you. I was gigging. And for those that don't know, this week, this whole week, but mainly this weekend, was midsummer here in Finland. I think all the Nordic countries, Scandinavian countries. I know in Sweden it's the same. I'm assuming Norway. And it's basically like 4th of July on steroids. So to compare it for something for my American friends to understand. is 4th of July, we would go pretty hard from noon until however long. Johannes is like 4th of July, but for three days straight. And let me just tell you, it lived up to the hype because people had been hyping this shit up big time. And boy, I got to always kind of circle this weekend on my calendar, no matter where I am in the van life, make my way back up to old Finland for Yuhan this weekend because this shit was, was sick, but it was good because I think I like got all the partying out of my system. I'm not really trying to party too much. I mean, obviously, maybe after a win, go party it up a little bit with the homies. But after this weekend, I'm ready to get back on the grind. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, the the things... I learned some weird shit about Finnish people this weekend of Johannes. And... The one that surprises me the most is that Finnish people love karaoke, which if you know them sober, you would probably think that would be the last thing any of them want to do. But the, I mean, there's a karaoke section or a little karaoke, yeah, karaoke section, literally an every bar, every club, everywhere. It's a thing. At 
the the party house this weekend literally had two mics and the app with the phone that would play it so people could do karaoke at home. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> it it baffles me a little bit. But then the other strange thing, I guess it not totally, but one of the cooler things that we've done, a Finnish game that I learned was Sokkel. And I don't know if I said that right. From what I hear, it's more of a kid's game. But it can also be a game you play once you get home after the bar at 3 a.m. when everybody's fucked up. And it's kind of like a horror movie that you want to be in, is how I would describe it. And so the, the premise of the game is one per, you all get into like a living room. We had like 12 people playing one night. Everyone's in the living room. One person gets blindfolded, one way, like either a sweatshirt over their head or a blindfold, whatever. And then you spin them around a couple times, a few times. And then whoever they touch is then it. And so everyone else is unblindfolded. And dude, that game is so much fun. Holy fuck. We played that for like two hours one night. (laughs) And there's a couple different strategies. You can go with kind of hiding in a spot that that person wouldn't be able to find you. You can go with, you know, just avoiding getting the matrix on. And yeah, that, that was, that was probably the highlight of the weekend. I'd have to say playing Sako. We did it two, two nights. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this week, Quopio got bird scooters. The birds are here. And it, it's weird. It makes Quopio feel like a way bigger city. For some reason, seeing the bird scooters, because in my mind, bird, they have those in LA and that was the first place I ever rode them was in Venice beach. That was a fun day. If you know what I'm saying. And I've been mobbing that motherfucker around all over and it's pretty cheap too. Like relatively speaking, you get that like 15 minute ride ends up being about two bucks, maybe three bucks. And in 15 minutes on a bird scooter, you can get all the way across town in Quopio and back. So you can do some distance on that. What else we got here? What else? Yeah, actually, we were doing the birds. Um, it was nice, too, because where the house was that we were partying at. You could just drive it right on up to the house, park it right there, leave it for in the morning, and if you had your own kind of personal bird because we were in kind of a residential area, not in the city center, and then drive into the bar, me and my girl, or she's behind me actually, and super cute, you feel me? 
All right, what else we got? What else we got? I got uh, one one more thing. I learned about the hack that in the K markets here, if you go, to, which is just normal supermarket, if you go after 10 p.m., you can get pastries 50% off. And so get a couple of these little rice cake thingies, which to be honest, these are pretty, eh, they're good, but just by themselves are not very good. And so what I've been doing lately, which I hear this is kind of like against Finnish law from other Finnish people, but I don't really care because this shit goes hard, is I throw a little raspberry jam on this motherfucker like that, and you can't tell me this shit is way better than when it's just plain. I'm also now getting into ASMR. That's what it's called, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. But this shit is so good. I needed a little snack. It's like midnight right now. Let's uh, keep it moving. And um, we got... I'm going to bring back the old segment of retweets of the week. I got I got a few of them that are pretty damn good. And it's almost like I said it's better to I don't even want to talk too much about all the bullshit that goes on whether it be politically or socially or whatever, but I just think a couple retweets every now and then with a thought here or there like real quick it doesn't have to be a full segment it's pretty good and so with that i'll start by retweeting this one says i don't believe in explaining things to people it's a waste of time those who will understand need no explanation and those who demand an explanation will never understand and dude if that isn't true regarding anything But right now, you know, the last year, whether it be politics or mm, like anything political, whether it be from a race thing, a a trans thing, LGBTQ, LMNOP thing, um, whatever. Genuinely, I think most people are good people. I think that the left has like turned everything into a problem in one way, shape, or the other. And so in those things, I've noticed if I post a video talking about anything like that, the people who always like, well, what's the point? Well, you don't explain the point. What's the point? and you could explain it perfectly, they'll never understand. You know, and then the people who get it don't need an explanation. And so right there, when you explain, it doesn't work. And the people who don't need an explanation get it, why explain anything? I've grown to just being okay with being misunderstood. If it happens, it happens. I'm, as long as... I don't misunderstand myself. 
which is going to happen sometimes, but consistently. Next one, it's kind of a, a two-parter, is both from the guy Anomaly, who's a good follow on all platforms, although he's getting real, I mean, he's always been political, but I don't know, it doesn't matter, his retweets are good. It says, America was the land of the free when it was the home of the brave. If you lose the brave, you lose the free. And then in that same kind of structure, says, if you ever felt brainwashed, just remember there are people on the left who are ready to enslave themselves over a variant and people on the right who think Trump is going to return as president before the next election from the audits. And I know, I'm sorry to my European listeners out there, because that's just a very American-focused double tweets. But holy shit, things are strange in the U.S. We're on the downhill. I think we're, we're, we're moving at a much faster rate than the speedometer tells us we are. But with what's going on on both sides, both wings, I know I've, I kind of give shit to the left wing in, um, more consistently, which I think they are making us go faster. There's still probably an equal amount of people on the right side. It's weird because the, I, it's only natural the way that the American system set up is that it's such two party system. And so I am now coming to a thing where I really disagree with a lot of the left. And so even though I, I don't agree with the right very much at all either, I notice myself psychologically thinking that I'm more on the right because of the disagreement with the left. But in reality, I don't think that's true. I think I, if I did a poll or a a survey, I would probably still reside more on the left. But it's just that the far left is so fucking far left that even being a little bit on the left feels like you're on the right. And so, yeah, I don't know. Those... uh both sides are just like so brainwashed and distracted. And I have to give credit to the people who are really in charge because they are doing a great job. An amazing job. They really know what they're doing. So much so that most people don't even think about that. Don't even consider that us being in conflict with each other could all be part of a plan. (laughs) And on kind of the same notes, this one girl tweeted, we went from having a provocateur in chief to a puppet in chief. When's the last time we had a commander in chief? And to answer that, it's probably JFK. I'm not some U.S. history, presidential history buff but all I know is normally when you stand up and do the right thing you end up getting killed 
which is a complete transition that I wasn't planning on talking about, but we can get into, was that John McAfee died this weekend in his uh, jail cell in Barcelona. He killed himself. He hung himself. Even though, let me let me find these tweets. Even though he tweeted or did something in the near future or in the late recent past saying, I'm doing just fine here. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm not going to kill myself. And then I'm not, he literally said, I'm not going to hang myself. And then what happens is they say he hangs himself. And if you don't know, John McAfee is a guy who created the McAfee like virus software. Dude had a lot of intel on a lot of things. Yeah, he's constantly been saying that they're out to get him. There's a plot to out to get him. This is, again, the U.S. government trying to erase John McAfee. This man was a fighter. And in minds of everyone who knew him, he will always be a fighter. Which they also, like, within 24 hours of his death, his Instagram and Twitter account were deleted. I'm pretty sure someone fact-checked me, but I'm almost positive that's true. I don't want to... Yeah. In 2019, he tweeted out, If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. And there's some other ones. I'll try and research them and put them in here. Post. Oh, man, but probably not of him saying that like he's not going to hang himself and then they literally hang him that's just i mean it's wild dude i don't know i don't know it's just like it just kind of goes most all people who like end up standing up to whoever it it may be big tech big pharma big business big government, whoever it is, Illuminati, call it what you want it, they all end up having the same fate, more or less. And I wasn't planning on getting into that one, but here we are. Um, Let's see, last couple retweets. Oh yeah, this one I noticed a lot this weekend says, people who hate themselves hate people who don't hate themselves. And I noticed this one this weekend. As I said, I met, I met a lot of new people of all ages and stuff. And, you know, I'm pretty stoked on life. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I'm having fun. By no means do I make a lot of money, anything like that. But I, I'm feeling good and I'm happy. Most days, obviously there's some bad days here and there, but there were just a couple people throughout this weekend that I noticed who just kind of were always giving me shit and all, I could just feel this like little side eye in the midst of my conversations. And these people, the two guys that I remember, both were rocking like big fucking they looked like Rolexes. I don't know if they were Rolexes. And I just throw that out there because normally to me, 
when I see a guy, I don't know what this, I don't know this person. I don't know what they did. I don't know anything, but I just, I know myself when I used to wear a watch all the time. I don't wear watches anymore. Really? I had a cool Hugo boss. I had a cool Michael Kors one, but I was always kind of doing it as like this, like it wasn't to fucking tell the time, you know, it was a status symbol. It was to, yeah, I'm fucking, look at, I'm fucking cool, you know? And I don't think everybody who wears them like this, you know, there's varying degrees on the, the spectrum of this. But the reason I brought it up about these people was it seemed very much so that it was like this proof of worth that they were wearing. And then I got that also from in combination of the little side eye and the shit talking kind of about money you know I was like someone asked me about playing football here playing in Europe and making money or whatever and like the one dude like scoffed yeah I I can't even remember what he said but I just remember thinking to myself like damn this dude is not happy and I feel bad for him you know I'm I truly do and then reading that retweet of that people who hate themselves hate people that don't hate themselves is I could I could feel that this weekend multiple times. And so yeah. What else we got? What else we got? We got two more, I think. Yeah. I got yeah. I like this one. It says being a coward is promoted in our society, and nowadays it really is. Victimhood and victimization has become a form of social currency, no doubt. And then the one that I'm—I guess I said I'm not going to talk about it too much, but fuck, I can't pass this one up. Is this video? People on Spotify right now, it's literally a, a like choir of people singing this vaccinate song. Line up outside six feet apart. Don't stay at home and please wear your mask. We've got to hurry. And these people look absolutely fucking insane. So yeah, I retweeted that one and said, well, I was on the fence, but that convinced me. <laughs> My appointment has been made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, dude? What is that? And again, it just always, you like have to say this. I'm not anti-vax. I'm, I'm pro pretty much every other vax. 
I'm not for this fax though. And some numbers for you is that the current VAERS data for the this current vaccine is there's been 6,400 deaths and almost 400,000 adverse effects, and they're three months behind uh, in their reporting, which compares to in the 58 years of the flu vaccine, there's only been 284 people that have died. And, you know, there's some, some like, you know, I said it like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, there's, there's in, there's been more deaths by a lot in the last six months by this vaccine than there had been by any and every vaccine combined in the last 15 years. And so I know also then the counter to that point is, well, it's still such a small percentage and it's still saving so many more people than it is killing. Which, yeah, I can get on board with that. But then to com- just then comparing vaccine to vaccine. And this one is so much more dangerous than every other vaccine. We can pretty much say that, I think, for certainty. But just people won't even give that any, any thought any I don't know the word but that that video anytime shit like I mean the bribery hamburgers joints beer fucking doctors doing tiktok dances for it anytime there's something that needs to be that advertised and convinced you like overly convincing you to have to do it just raises a little red flag in my mind. And if you want to do it, go for it. I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you complete health, as always. I just hope that it's a two-way street. And I'm not saying that I would never get it. But I would like to see what happens in the next five to ten years. There will be a new variant in five years. So (laughs) don't worry. It will still be out there, you guys. It will be interesting to me to see what uh, birth and fertility rates are in the next five to ten years. One of my, my, my cousin's girlfriend was pregnant. And she actually just had the baby, I don't know, a couple months ago. And she knew two or three girls who were also pregnant at the time who got it, got the shot, and the pregnancy was lost. Could be a coincidence. Might not be either. My ex in Barcelona had a doctor tell her, if you want to have kids, do not get it. So... In my personal, I mean, list, literally listing on the actual vaccine itself, it says that fertility risks are unknown. And so in my personal 
opinion and experience, that's not a good sign. And that's probably my biggest reason for not getting it. In combination with they just said they're about to have to put another warning label on them saying that there's a, you know, a, a risk for a special heart or cardiovascular issue in young men. No one will know. That'll that won't be on the that won't be on the five o'clock news, that's for sure. <laughs> so that's what I got on that. Um Euros twenty twenty one well, it's weird. They're calling Euros twenty twenty because they didn't have it last year. I get it. But Portugal and France lost the last couple days. Those are kind of my two more favorite teams. So I don't know who the hell I'm gonna root for now. Probably back to not giving a fuck about soccer. (laughs) In some quick ELF, European League of Football, week two news. Some some good games going on again. Some solid competition, it looks like. O-line play is going to be crucial for all my Euro O-line guys out there. Next year is your payday, my friends, because it's evident that the teams with the good lines are going to win, both offense and defense. I mean, I think that's why, I mean, you look at any good team for the most part, they have good line play. And the old Wrocław Panthers did some damage in week two. I forget who they played, but they had a, a like three, three touchdown win. And I'm calling it right now, that's who's going to win it all. Can't wait to go back and check. I know nobody in European American football gives a fuck about what I think. <laughs> I'm like the black sheep of all this shit. Uh, just because I don't buy into all the fucking bullshit. There's so many pretenders in the this sphere that it, you see online that it's hard to... It's like that's it's the last box of rocks I want to be included in. I'll just like playing. I don't care if you talk about me, don't talk about me. Think I'm great, think I suck. I'm gonna keep doing me. And hopefully keep winning. But and then in the last there was one uh, this first controversy of ELF this week. Uh one of the quarterbacks on the Stuttgart team, this dude named Jacob Sullivan, got ejected for using a racial slur during the game. And he called this one dude on the other team a black pussy, which is just an interesting... And then he ended up... They ended up reviewing it at halftime, and then they let him play in the second half. And then after the game, the team cut him. So talk about a roundabout fucking turn of events. But it's a weird one to me. I was talking about it with my my boy Ant here on the team who he's a black dude. And he was like, dude, I don't like I don't know if I'm even getting that offended by that one. And I was like, yeah, I was like. I'm I think I'm with you. I go, I don't know if I'm ever saying that, though, because. 
you know, aunt then said, he was like, I don't know if I'd ever call anybody a white bitch or, you know, like I wouldn't ever, you know, clarify it or, or announce it in my mind. And that's what I said. I was like, yeah, I'd never specify you Asian pussy, you black bitch, you finish, you know, whatever. I just, if I'm going to talk shit, I'm just going to talk shit to you. You fucking pussy. You bitch. You're a fucking bitch. You fucking suck. I'm not going to, you know, like narrow it down that much. And so that to me then kind of sends off a red flag as I think about it. And I know myself of where I come from and I don't, view myself to have a that like any kind of hatred or anything like that or you know whatever that thing is I don't view myself to have that at all and so thinking okay well I'd never do that and then he did that it is a little questionable it's a little weird so I think it's kind of good for the league good on the team It'll be interesting to see if that dude plays again in Europe. I mean, some of the guys who continually get jobs, though, in Europe from coaching or playing. Whoa. So maybe, well, I don't know. Who knows? What do we got? Let me take one more sip. Um, mm. I just found out about this week is here in Finland, we have a big rap concert coming to Quopio called Hood Fest. And now I have to admit that might be one of the biggest oxymorons I've ever heard in my life of a rap concert in Finland being called Hood Fest. (laughs) But I am very intrigued and I'm going to go. Because, shit, it's here in Quopio. And I'm actually stoked. I didn't know exactly who the the main artist was. It was a guy named The Rugged Man. American guy. And I've looked his stuff up over the last couple, uh, like three, four days since I found out about it. And, man, he seems right up my alley. He's talking about... uh, U.S. government being corrupt, and he's done he's done features with like uh, Slug from Atmosphere, Immortal Technique, like all the underground dudes who talk about real shit. So I'm gonna hopefully try and get him on the podcast. I don't know what his schedule will be like. I know I have a game that weekend, but I'm gonna be there at Hood Fest here in Quopio. So let me know. Let me know if you're gonna be here too. We can link up. But yeah, when I, when I saw that or heard about that, I was like, I am truly living in an alternate reality. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Alrighty y'all website coming soon. Merch coming soon. If you, if you want something, send me that homie hookup message so I can get you locked in for when the website does come up. Let me know what your favorite part of the show was in the comments. Send in a call or a text. And more importantly, have a wonderful fucking day. And a wonderful week.
We'll see you next time. All right. Peace and much love. Holla.